previously on The Adventure Zone. The six of you are headed out on a real-world assignment with Buckminster and Rainier. Just south of Last Hope, there is a crystal mine. Currently, the mine is at a standstill. Let's all of us go talk to the boss of the mining company. Yes, I am Jared Reginald, owner of Reginald Ore. This is an insurance liability issue. There is also someone sitting at the table behind him. This person is dressed, as you might expect someone who works in a mine to be dressed. And Candace says, And so he told us to dig further than we'd ever dug before. What if there was someone who took all the responsibility? Who exactly would you mean here? The monster. The glasses uh, that take a picture. I will have this. We will deliver the subpoena to the monster. And you see about a dozen magmen step out behind her. Turn your headphones down as much as you can and try and, like, chew and sniff and drink away from the microphone. Says Mr. Muckbank for the past few minutes. Well, I'm done now. See, I did it before the recording. (laughs) I enjoyed my cherries, berries, and nuts before the recording. And now we can begin all of the D&D magic. So, as you might remember, you were sent by the school to try to solve a conundrum happening outside of Last Hope, uh, the town right by the school, that basically uh, the the uh, circumstances of which were there's a magical ore mine uh, outside of town that has been beset by a monster called a Zorn, Z-R-X-O-R-N, um, and it has led to a, a an insurance liability issue where the workers say that it is the fault of the owner of the mine, and the owner of the mine says that it is a fault of the workers, and until that issue is settled, no one's getting paid. And so you all went and talked to them, and they said that it was each other's fault, so you decided to sue the monster. <sighs> You went. That was dead. That was dead ass one month ago. Can we change it? No. Nope. <laughs> you and your fellow adventurers? Question mark. Went to a lawyer, got a subpoena for a monster, and you have taken it to the mine. Uh, you've met back up now with uh, the hero Buckminster and the villain Rainier. Um, and as you kind of discuss the situation outside of the mine, you were attacked by twelve little magmen. And now we're mid-battle, so let's roll for initiative. We've been standing there for one month, like yep. swords drawn, like y'all just chill. Oh, when this presents. fight comes. Oh. Uh, we're I got celebrating it. the birth of our Lord and Savior, but as soon as that's oh, over. When we're done. Oh. Once we're done celebrating the birth of Santa, watch out. Uh, I got a big Aderuski. I got a tenner. I'm looking at six plus one, seven... Okay. Oh, wait. I have to add six to my initiative. I'm sorry. Holy Jesus, God. 16. 16. Oh, boy. Okay. 
Run is that like those... a skill? Is that like a rogue skill that you get like hot ass initiative? You're asking me? Yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll... I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the sheet Travis made for me. The sheet don't lie. <laughs> sheet don't lie. Uh, at the top of the order is Leon, and Leon is gonna take a swing at get this one of the magmen. So he has a big old beefy battle axe. Takes a swing with that bad boy. Oh, oh, but it's a swing. And I miss Leon misses, but just barely. Uh, so up next is you should keep your keep your elbows in. Oh yeah, okay. Thank thank you so keep much. Keep them in I, tight. I'll I'll remember that next time. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, and next is Argo. What are you doing, Argo? Okay, I'm gonna attack with Florence. Okay, my my new sword. Uh huh. Um, and that it's pronounced S word. Uh, and and the, <laughs> the S word. Uh-huh. I rolled a thirteen plus six, which is my my hit thing, and another three for Florence. So twenty two. Now I will say I will give you the option because I am a kind of benevolent DM that you do not have to expend that three if you don't want to, right? Because thirteen plus six, a nineteen is a solid swing. So because you only get to use that plus three twice. Oh, that's right. A day. So if you want to save that, you can. Thank you, good and benevolent DM. You're I will hold welcome. off on my plus three with Florence. Okay, well so, you miss. So instead, I, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <it's. laughs> so maybe instead of using Florence. So I can use Florence without using the plus three, Correct. or do I? Should I use my other rapier? No, you can just use the Florence, and it's fine. Okay, I use Florence, so it's nineteen total. Okay, and you connect, you make that hit. Uh, so now roll damage. That's one d eight plus four. Correct. It's a four plus four. So that's eight. Uh, it it is still standing, but barely. Oh my god! But barely, but barely. I thought these were going to be like stormtroopers. They are. There's twelve of Griffin, them. Griffin, they are. Okay. Um. Now up next is Rainier. Uh, Rainier is going to use shocking grasp. Um, and is going to shocking grasp one of the magmen. Uh, that is an eighteen, which hits, and then that's two d eight. Uh, eight. And 15, it uh, gets shocked real good uh, and falls down. Now the lava has stopped flowing. And it's just kind of a onyx husk, uh, smoking husk. Um, up next is Fitzroy. Uh, I tuck my elbows in, looking nice. at Leon. Uh-huh. Uh, I start, you know, in my mind, visualizing the jock jams that I need to do my thing. And how do those uh, go? Doing it, I'm doing it while my elbows are just very slowly <laughs> pinching inward. Uh, I'm going to uh, it just instinctively leap into the fray, and uh, when I do so, I'm pretty excited, and some rage is going to come out of me. Excellent. Uh, and what's exciting about that is now, when rage comes out of me, silly stuff happens. Like what? Uh, well, I'm going to tell you, my mouse is uh, my mouse is raging against me. Okay. Uh, ah, the when, machine whenever, rages against you. How ironic. Right. Whenever I enter my rage, I roll on the wild surge table to determine the magical effect produced, in addition to the usual rage stuff of extra strength and all that jazz. Uh, so I'm going to roll a 1d8 on this table that has eight different magical effects, and we'll see what it says. 
Uh, it says, uh, you teleport up to 20 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. Until your rage ends, you can activate this effect again on each of your tur- turns as a bonus action. Oh, hell yeah. So, so I We ju- got ourselves a teleporting barbarian. I think I, but yeah, but I just like jumped into the fray and yeah. clicked on rage. I think, Travis, I just teleported 20 feet out of combat. And then I look behind <laughs> me like. Oh, yeah, can you I still did, do you tomorrow peopled away? Can um, I still do something? I I I embarrassed. I throw a hand axe at okay. one of the slugs. It's, it's not a I slug. Can. It's a magman. I figure they're like no, they're slug, like they're like little like lava eat devils. Okay, well, I I look at the one that uh, is looking injured from uh from from uh, Argo's attack and throw. That is uh, an 11 plus 5, 16. That hits. Uh, and that is 1d6 plus 3. Uh, 5 plus 3, 8. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is this a strength weapon? It is. So uh, it is actually plus 5. Well, it doesn't matter because so he's super dead either way. Cool. Uh, the hand axe catches him right in the center of his forehead. Uh, his his lava, it stops a flowing. Uh, the prestige. So we, the prestige. Uh, we got two down and ten to go. Um, so up next is the fear bulb, Doctor Mushrooms. Mm. How do you feel you about s- that? You moniker saying Doctor Mushrooms makes it feel more canonical than I'm really comfortable with. Okay. Um, we but, can just go with Doc. Doc Mushrooms. I. It's not up to me. I don't actually care. It's okay. up to you guys. Uh, I want to try to stay true to my conceit. Um, how how what's the orientation of these of these cats right now? I mean, at this point, they're just kind of fanned out, kind of as they walked out of the opening of the cave. They kind of spread out into a semi uh, circle, um, okay. and now we've t- kind of taken two out, but they're still pretty much kind of curved line. Okay, um, I am going to. Uh, get as many of them as I can in a moonbeam. Ooh, Whoa. that sounds like some Care Bear shit and I'm here for it. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> so that you're gonna, we're gonna see a five foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder uh, centered on a point. I'm just gonna like, however, you know, the best placement I could get in terms of <laughs> getting as many, you know, as I can. Uh, uh, I think at a five foot radius, I think it was what, a 10 foot circumference? Uh, you're probably gonna catch. I would say five of them. So let's say the left five. Okay. L- let's say that. How's that grab you? Sure. Uh, that, the they, left five. That was the meanest five too. I wasn't. Yeah, they say looked really surly. <laughs> yeah. They've all got backwards baseball hats on. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> and they're popping their bubble gum in a really threatening so, manner. Oh no! One of them just spit. Oh, oh no. no! Is that uh, a cigarette? Um, so it's, they're engulfed in ghostly flames that cause searing pain, and they're gonna make a constitution saving throw. Oh boy, okay. Um, what's the saving throw number? 14, it's 14. Okay, only one saves. What happens to them? To the one that saved? Well, sure, what happens to the one that saved and the four that didn't? So they're gonna take 2d10 radiant damage. Um, I'm just grabbing it. What's a d10 look like? It's the pyramid, right? Mm, absolutely, yeah. uh, kind of like as two pyramids. Yes, with five sides. Yeah, glued with their butt, two pyramids with their butts touching. Uh, so that is ten and a seven. So seventeen. The other one takes. I don't know eight. Okay. Well, 
a palpable hit. Um, that so the Mangmen have a special ability called Death Burst. Um, when the Magman dies, it explodes in a burst of fire and magma. Each creature within 10 feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, so I'm going to say a big group like this. I need all of you to make a dexterity saving throw. I mean, I teleported 20 feet away. Oh, yeah. You're solid. You're out. You're right. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. So that is a seven plus oh. one. Oh. Eight. What about so you? that is a 15 plus six for dexterity, don't I? Okay, so it's 21. Okay, so Fearbulg, you take seven damage, uh, and the other four, not including Fitzroy, that saved take half of that. So they're all going to take three damage. Um, but with that, uh, we're down to six left, and they scatter uh, because they are... Mm, they're bored of listening to a combat. Encounter. No, they're scared. You like oh, they're my just, mistake. They're troublemakers, and you guys like rolled up and like wrecked shop, and they're like, "Oh, I thought this would be fun, but it wasn't fun." <laughs> they it don't have scary. the They don't have the bad boy lava monsters to serve as yeah the, the obvious targets anymore. The bad boy lava monsters are the ones peer pressuring, the, like what I'll say, chaotic neutral lava monsters into some shenanigans. But now that the, most of the bad boys are gone. Smoking husks on the ground, uh, <laughs> they they all run away. Make new lives for yourselves. <laughs> Learn from your mistakes. <laughs> they say as they run away. Uh, so now the the entrance to the cave is a wide open. Shall we head in? Yes, I will. Uh, why don't you let me skulk? Let me skulk first. Wait, what? I'll sk skulk. I'm That's gonna. No, I know the word. I'm gonna sneak in and check out the sitch. Right? Mm. Isn't that something a rogue would do? Yes, I they, yes, they very can much so. Yeah, I so I'm gonna I'm gonna skulk very secretively, um, and stealthily. I might add. I'm gonna real real stealthy. Okay. I have a plus eight in stealth. Oh, that's very stealthy. That's Give a pretty big number. <laughs> so let me let me go scout it out just a little bit. Okay. Stop talking and do it. Yeah. Okay. I could I do I just want to put on the table I could teleport because apparently that's a thing I can do now. But I might end up in the rock, and I think I would be sort of destroyed at the atomic level. Now and when so does your when does your rage end, Ditto? Well, it lasts a minute, so it's oh there it goes. Oh man. Okay. Go ahead and All right, skulk. I'm I'm skulking. So I kind of crouch down almost comically, but it still looks really cool. Uh-huh. And I slowly Do I have to roll anything to Oh skulk? yeah, give me a stealth check for sure. Stealth check. That's a 12. Oh, that's good. Plus 8, it's dirty 20. Another dirty 20. Okay, and you skulk so, into the into the main I first room there. Skulk in. I kind of hug the edge of the opening in the cave. Nice. You know, if there were music playing, it would be going dun 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 dun. dun yeah, dun, some dun, real dun, Ocean's totally. Eleven shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The room is empty. Oh, you okay, have entered. <laughs> it's cool. You have entered the magical mine. 
The walls are lined with mining equipment, all securely chained together and bound to the wall. The floor is covered with chaotic footprints, and it's clear that the workers left in a hurry, but not at the risk of losing any expensive equipment. You see before you three seemingly identical paths with no clear indication which is the correct one to follow. Uh, both the room you are in and the pathways are lit by magical ever-burning lanterns. Can I steal one of those? No. No, they're firmly attached to the wall. I know, but it's a magical ever-burning lantern, Travis. That sounds hot as hell. Well, it's going to be really hot, Griffin. It's an ever-burning lantern. Well, I mean, there's three of us. Well, sorry, no, there's like six of us. How many of us is there? There's six of you. Okay. Well, what do you think? And Buckminster says, okay, so what we learned is that, uh, let's see, the... Miners dug too deep, right? So we just had to figure out which is the, you know, one, the new one, the deep one, and follow that one, right? Hmm. Hmm. Does anyone? How many different holes are there? Three. <sighs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ease on up to them and then like look look down, see what I can see. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Okay. Oh, nice. 18. Nice. Plus nothing. 18. Okay. Uh, with that investigation check, you were able to see that the far right passageway, uh, the the kind of dig marks, the dirt, uh, the rock around it seems freshly dug, seems uh, newer than the other ones. The other ones seem well-worn, like they've been passed through many times, uh, where the edges of this one are still a little sharp, uh, a little fresh. Um, so this seems like the newest passage. We will go this way. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that seems as good a one as any, sure. I mean, did you use druidic magic and sense the depth of... I'm halfway away. Oh, okay. <laughs> headed down. Okay. You follow this passageway down. Uh, you feel the air get slightly colder as you go, and you reach the first chamber. Now, laying all over this chamber, you find chunks of unprocessed magical stone. Uh, it ranges in different colors, uh, in different glints. Um, some of them are shinier than others. Some of them are still half buried in rock. Uh, my arcane skills are, like, non-existent but I would like to know what's going on here. So I'd like to use one of my new features called lingering magic, mm -hmm. uh, which is basically detect magic, except my skin changes colors to show me. Well, it glows a different color depending on what I detect. Your skin does? Uh, I, I It says you faintly glow a color corresponding to the school of magic you detect. You choose the colors. Okay. I can only do it twice a, twice a day. Go for it. But it's a free cast. Uh, that is, wait, what do I... I think you just do it. Yeah, I don't think I have to roll anything. For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. It can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of blah, 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 blah. Um, so your aura, your skin starts going crazy. Uh, whoa, whoa! Because you're basically a, a, like a electric light show. Uh, because all of these different suns seem to correspond to different types of magic. The different colors, uh, the different compositions of them all seem to be um, based off of some different school of magic. Now, they are all very weak. These seem like they weren't the top priority 
Um, you know, these are maybe some chunks that like fell off of carts as they were moving to the front. None of these stones are very big. We're talking, you know, uh, fairly small chunks of stone. Um, but there is, you know, magic all over the place uh, in this room, but they're all like little like dots of magic. Okay. Nothing, no, like one thing that is hugely like dangerous and. Super no, powerful. mostly just uh, that this is, you know, uh, full of some kind of buzz of magic that this whole cave seems like it, it was dotted with these stones at one point. You can see some more faint aura and outlines in the walls where maybe some bigger veins were removed. Okay. Um, and uh, Fitzroy and uh, Argo, roll a perception check for me. By the way, this is proof that the Furbolg was right. Right? This is the right way to go. Sure. Nine. Okay. Okay, I rolled another 15. Perception. Yes. Plus one. So that's 16. Excellent. Out of the corner of your eye, uh, it draws your attention, and you notice that the fear bulb is picking up a green stone with silver veins and placing it in his pocket. Hey, what? What are you, what are you doing there, Furby? Uh, now, Fearbulg, uh, roll a wisdom saving throw for me. It's going to the right place. Eleven plus six, seventeen. You remember that you need this stone. That it is very important that you return to the school with this stone, but you cannot remember why. Okay, am I picking it up compulsively? Compulsively, yes. yes. Oh, thank you. You're picking it against up my without, against your will. This is an okay. interesting. This is an interesting conundrum because now Justin knows this. Does the fur bulb? Does Dr. yes? Mushrooms. The fear bulb remember? Like knows now? Like I need this stone. I am picking up this stone. I am aware that I am picking up this stone, but does not know why. So, did you actually call out to me, or was that Griffin talking? No, that us. was me. Yeah, he's Argo. Old. Argo asked uh, you what you were. What? What? What's up, little buddy? Uh, Big buddy? I need this for project. Huh. that's a, that was not a lie. That was me. Tra- like, I mean, I don't know why. That seems as good a guess as any. Yeah, I figured that's the gap my brain might have filled in. I need it for school. I need it for a project or something. Excellent. Gut, gut check, it feels like stealing, but I guess we are on villain team, so... Yeah, it's, and I'm a rogue, so hey, I, I'm, I admire your actions, and I think it's good job. I, I would, if I would t- twirl my mustache... Do you, do you want, do you need us to pick up some other rocks for you? Oh, I thought this, you were about to offer me your mustache. I got very confused for a second there, Argo. This is... if. Do I need more? Nope. Does okay. This is your decision. Uh, I I pick up a rock too and put it in my pocket. Yeah, bad guys stuff. And Rainier says, "Oh, okay, yeah. If this is what we're doing, I'll pick up. Oh, I like this purple one. Oh uh, yeah. And I'm gonna I, let maybe this orange one. Well, let's just take one. Oh, two, okay. Two. Just the the purple one." 
two feels uh, unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One's one's a souvenir. Two is a crime. Yeah. You okay. can, as Dad has pointed out accurately, you can take one of anything. This is true, and it's a souvenir. Yeah. That's true. Like when you have a souvenir of visiting Walmart, you know. Right. That's yeah. fine. Souvenir. Souvenir candy bar. Just to remember that this good time Souvenir 12-pack of Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's so, it. So what we're saying is crime is good, boys and Well, girls. only in small chunks. At Walmart. No At big Walmart. crime. <laughs> <laughs> no big crime. Um, so other than that, in, in this room, all you see uh, is, is an entryway on the other side. This is clearly uh, a room that was for, you know, mining. Uh, and once they'd removed all the large veins and all the big chunks, they dug deeper. And uh, to the Furbolg's point, the this time uh, you can see that there is a definite uh, dramatic downward slope in the next passage. Um, I'm going to take a look. I'm not that good at it, but I figured since I'm sort of at the front... Uh, I'm gonna take a look down that way and see how how if if I spy any danger. Uh, about half. Well, give me. Uh, well, you can see because it's clearly lit. About halfway down this passageway, uh, you can see that it has been sealed. Um, there is a large locked door. Uh, you can't quite make out the locking mechanism from here, but uh, there is no danger that you can see uh, in the ten feet between you and the door. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and push the door open. Well, as you head down to the door, uh, Leon stops you, Fitzroy, and says, um, can I talk to you for just a, a second? We'll catch up, but uh, I... Uh, may, no, may, you know what? Maybe now isn't the right time. But... Now what's on your mind? Come on, now I'm, now I'm curious. That was weird, right? With the, with, with the fear ball, it's weird, right? I figured he was just sort of getting... Um, uh, you know, method about his his villainous sort of role that we're supposed to fulfill. I'm struggling with it myself. I wish I had had the, the thought to just start picking things up and putting them in our pockets. Um, but uh, why, why, did you think you're, it was strange? You're a knight, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what, now's not the time, but when this is, um, when we're, you know, before we head back to school, can I talk to you later, later? Ah, I know what this is. Okay. You're uh, interested in squireship, yes, Leon. Um, no. Leon. But, Leon. And Buckminster, says, Buckminster yells from by the door, Leon, where'd you go? Come, help me. We got to figure this one out, big guy. And uh, Leon says, I, I am sorry. We'll, 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 we'll talk later, okay? Say no more, my trusty ward. Um, so the door is sealed, it is locked, and the mechanism is this. It is a, a word code. Um, it is two words, uh, six letters in the first word, and four in the second. Uh, and at the end of the word is a lever that you pull to test that your code is correct and to open the door. Uh, go give, me those, give me those letters again, sorry. It is, the first word is six letters long, and the second word is four letters long. Uh, and whoever sealed the door reset all the spaces to blank, except in their haste, the third and fourth letters of the first word were left at T and T, and the last of the second word was left at E. So to recap, you're looking at blank, blank, T, T, blank, blank, space, blank, 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 
E. Well, this one, who? I'm not, mm, if I'm being honest, I'm not so good at the word puzzles. Now give me a Sudoku, oh boy. I'm not good at those either, but I'm, yes. So puzzle, who's good at puzzles? I'm looking at you, fancy lad. Oh God, no. Oh boy. Oh God, no. A puzzle of might, perhaps. Okay. Uh, if you need me to puzzle some firewood into smaller pieces of firewood, I can solve that one pretty well. Okay. Uh, I'll take a shot at it. Thank God. Okay, yes, please. Okay, so... <clears throat> six letters or four letters. T-T. It, does that mean that's the only time T's and E's are used in the two words? An interesting thought. I don't know. I mean, I also just got here. Well, what is the mechanism to solve it? I mean, are we playing hangman? Well, it looks like we put we put the letters in, and then we pull that lever. I will try. Oh, okay. Letter game. Huh. Oh, oh I see. Those are the... Oh, you're saying... Okay. It is letter game. Okay. And letter game is what this is, a letter game. Uh, you input those letters. Letter game. Yep. Uh, you pull that there lever, uh, you hear a chunk, and nothing happens. This is impossible. <laughs> this will never be solved. My children's 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 children will not see the day that this infernal thing it reveals its secrets to us. I am sorry. We must go no further. We will return to the school now. We have been defeated by the impossible challenge. Yes, or that's the attitude. Very well done, Fearbog. Okay. I think I know the second word. Okay. You're wasting time. It's impossible. I say the second word is mine, M-I-N-E. Ah, this so, is interesting. But, but what would be the first word? Butter. Buttermine. Buttermine, butter yes. All right, B-U-E-R-M-I-N, and I pull the lever. You pull the lever, you hear a chunk, um, and this time... Globs uh, of delicious butter. Globs of delicious butter ooze from the walls. Uh, when it resets, the B stays, and then the second letter goes back to blank. The fifth and sixth go back to blank, and the M goes away, and the rest remain. So it's B blank, T T blank, 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 Ein. Correct. Well, what other Ein is right? I N E is right? Yeah. I-N-E. Hmm. Well, this is a big step forward, Rainier says, because there's only like 26 letters, you know, that could go, well, and we've ruled out M um, and probably G at this point, so 24 letters. Jine? You don't think it's Jine? Well, because we put in game and that didn't do it, right? Oh, I thought you were saying it couldn't possibly, the second word couldn't possibly be Jine. What about battle line? Ooh, that's not really a phrase. Oh, I didn't know we were playing Wheel of Fortune. A fantasy wheel. To be fair, we did put in butter mine, which is another phrase I've never heard. You've never been to the butter mine? 
It's an all-you-can-eat buffet. I'm going to put butter, in. Wait, hold on. Of butter? Well, it's you can have you don't eat just butter. And in oh. fact, if you want butter, you do have to go excavate it. But oh. some of their bread is extremely oh, dry. I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> I've got it. I I he seems very excited. B O T T O M L I N E. You flip the lever and the door swings open. Ah. Keeping with our whole accounting theme. <laughs> Hey, oh my god, it's Griffin. Oh, he f- Travis finally let me out of the box that he's been keeping me in. He's been keeping me in a big box, and he wouldn't let me do the ads since he took over. You all, He's doing such a good job. I'm so proud of him, but I don't know why he has to keep me in the bad box. But thanks for listening. Travis uh, and Teresa, uh, they've got two kids now. Teresa uh, had a baby this week, and she's doing great. Kiddo's doing great. Everybody's doing great. We're very excited, but uh, we're we're going to be sort of in weird paternity leave mode here for just a little bit. Uh, I think the next episode that goes up will also be uh, another regular episode of Taz Graduation, but uh, just, just you know, programming note, everything's a little bit up in the air as we celebrate the coming of the new child, McElroy. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to do the ad this time. It's for Stitch Fix. Uh, I should. I, I have a lot of experience about you know for, for for this one for Stitch Fix. So let's see how it goes. If you want to know about Stitch Fix, you've come to the right place because Stitch Fix is the box of clothes. You are gonna go to the Stitch Fix website, and they're gonna provide you with an online personal styling service. And you're going to answer some questions. How do you like to dress? Casual, sophisticated, playful, sexy, maybe even? Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter because then Stitch Fix is going to like tailor like your style, your sizes, and send you a box of clothes right to your door. Shipping and exchanges and returns are always free. Uh, And the $20 fee that you pay for styling is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. So it's a, it's, I mean, it's great. We all use Stitch Fix. We're all big fans of it. Uh, and you will be too as soon as you use it. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash mybrother, and you're going to get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash mybrother, stitchfix.com slash mybrother. That's it for ads. Uh, I I don't think there's a whole lot else to tell you aside from the usual stuff. Go to theadventurezonegame.com. Check out the game we're making with uh, Together Studios. Uh, We're very, very excited about it, and pre-orders for that I think are going to be ending kind of soon, so uh, don't sleep on it. We we had a chance to play test it when we were all together recently, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. We're all really happy with it. Uh, And speaking of things we're really happy of, uh, with rather the Adventure Zone graphic novel book three, Pedals to the Metal, uh, is coming out this summer. You can pre-order that at theadventurezonecomic.com, and you're just you're going to be real into that one, I bet. Uh, I. I think that might be it. We got some shows in Cincinnati. We're doing a Taz uh, at the end of February. I am honestly not sure whether or not there are still tickets available for that. But if there are, you can find it at McElroy.family. 
as well as a bunch of new merch that we have for the new year, uh, all at McElroy.family. So go check it out. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, again, in two weeks, we'll be back with another episode. It's probably going to be a Taz graduation, uh, but, you know, things are things are a little bit tricky right now, so uh, bear, bear with us. Bless this mess, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. So we're we're back, we're back from the break. I just wanted to say uh, I'm playing with a new set of dice this time. Um, I'm very excited to have them. Uh, they were sent to me by a friend, um, which is why I'm mentioning them because they are beautiful Stormforged dice Whoa. from Die Hard Dice. These beautiful metal dice. This is the check this out. This is the name of this design is Unearthed Leviathan. Holy shit! Yeah, our badass is all hell. I'm playing with the dice that our, our agent Joel sent us. I am as well. Those are also They're beautiful. Nice. They're, They're beautiful. Custom. They have a Bureau of Balance uh, logo for the 20. They're gorgeous. Hell yeah. So, Griffin, what about you? Tell us about your dice. I fished mine out of the game of life. Uh, <laughs> had just a couple, just got some Lucy's, is what I call them. Okay. <laughs> uh, so when you enter this room. Griffin rolls, Griffin rolls D6 uh, three and a half times yeah. every time he needs to do And then he spins the dial to see if he becomes a doctor or not. <laughs> I'm using a Pop-O-Matic from a oh, sorry game. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I just have a, a person in my room who just yells out random numbers. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this room is uh, trashed. Unlike the other rooms where it seemed like the debris was kind of left over as it fell off of carts or out of packs or whatever, here carts are overturned, tools are destroyed, and it's basically debris everywhere. Uh, the lanterns lining the room have been destroyed, and the only light is what is spilling in from the doorway you are currently standing in. You can hear growling uh, and and more uh, destruction coming from the tunnel leading out of this cavern on the other side. Uh, and that other side, that entry, appears to be less mined out and more like it simply gave way. Hmm. Do any of us... Uh, oh, <clears throat> well, does anybody have, like, dark vision or night vision or supervision or anything... Uh, I I kind of I got dark vision, sure. And here's a question: see shit. Are you still glowing? Uh, has it been ten minutes? Um, I don't think so. I would say it's been seven. Okay, well then, yes, I'm still very much glowing. There you go. I mean, is there magic shit around? So you are still picking up um ambient magic in the air, um, and in the walls, but um, unlike the previous rooms. All of the rock, all of the magical rock um, in this room is completely gone. There's not even chunks on the ground. Um, you can see no points of light. It is completely and utterly cleaned out. So I'm not glowing then. Oh, I guess I'm glowing just from the... I'm faintly, barely glowing. Faintly, yes. Okay. Um, like a like a glow-in-the-dark t-shirt that's been in the dark too long... You know what I mean? Like it glue at one point it was glowing, it did glow. It glue? It glued. It glued. <laughs> you know. You oh, know how it was it was gluing before. And now it's only faintly gluing. Okay. Uh yeah. I I don't I, I then there's no information for me to relay. Um so 
is anybody going to use any magic to create light? I can create a faint whiff of smell. <laughs> I can too. Oh, very good. <laughs> oh, no, I can create a, 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 well, I'll tell you, I can create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, and is a cantrip, so I can just keep doing it. Okay. I will light a torch. Thank you. Ah, no, why? When you can have this. That's super exhausting, have, actually. Just do the torch. Oh, my God. I have lit the torch. Uh, oh, yeah? I use prestidigitation to snuff it out. Ha-ha! Psh, psh, psh. Okay, light it back up. I'm sorry. That was rude. No, no. You will light it. Okay, I prestidigitate it back. This is correct. Um, so, are you going to head through that passageway towards the growling and destruction? Uh, yeah. Following the torch-bearing... Uh, Shrek. Wait, wait. Ready the legal documentation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay open, I open up the little valise, the complimentary valise they gave us. Uh, it's a magic valise. And I open it, unfold it, yeah, yeah. Here we go, here it is. That was great narration. <laughs> I would have been so lost had you not provided an auditory well, track for your actions. Can we do the idea, man? I'm I'm starting to get the the idea that there there's, should be like a save point in this room right before the boss. So maybe we should come up with a plan of how we are going to issue a subpoena to a big mouth monster. I will hand it to him. Well, the mouth monster may not have hands. Ah, this is a conundrum. Boy, let's, um, go, let's go ahead then. Uh. <laughs> yes, well, let's assess the hand situation. Uh, secret, it, secret, secret, sneak in. I think I know what you're saying. You want me to sneak in? So I'm going to re-skulk. So I'm going to re-skulk and take a look at him. And then, as opposed to the last time, maybe get some helpful information before we go into the room. Just look for some sort of grasping appendage. Where good, one might good. be a, a proboscis of some sort. Something that we can put a subpoena in. Okay. I, uh, I'm going to skulk into this next room. Um, so make a self-check for me. Check. That's a 16 plus 8. I'm loving the rolls this character gets. That is 20, very good. 24. Um. Okay. So as you enter the room, you can see the Zorn, the multi-armed, uh, multi-legged creature uh, whose mouth is atop its head. Um, and it is furiously... Uh, so, first of all, you enter the room and you realize that the cavern is massive. The majority of it is taken up by an underground lake. You see the Zorn frantically overturning carts and searching through rocks. And it is simply repeating, hungry. Hungry. We can uh, understand this thing? Yes. It speaks common. 
It is also <laughs> swiping its arms through the surrounding rock walls. And as it does so, you see that its hands are passing straight through. And then you see the Zorn sniff the air and turn and look directly at you. Ah, 24 stealth. Good luck. And it starts walking right towards you. I'm just saying, hungry, hungry. I feel provide the berry. I'm going to escape. Can I escape and go back out and tell them what I yeah. saw? Yes, you should do that. Okay, uh, rewind real quick and you can hear everything. It's, uh, arms, now it does mouth, follow you hungry. in. Oh. Um, but when it sees the, the, the torch, it kind of uh, rears back for a second. It wasn't quite ready for the light, uh, but it continues to repeat, hungry, hungry. Um, team, Zorn. Zorn, hungry. Team. He's hungry. He's got arms. He's got hands, obviously. So I think we just give him the piece of paper and we're good as gold. Hungry. Oh, I've got something for you to chew on. And I reach in my bag and I throw it a ration. Hell yeah. No. Hungry. Gems. You want slim gems? Does anybody have Slim Jims? Maybe he wants to go to the gymnasium. Maybe he's hungry to work out and get ripped. Maybe. Please do not be dick. Do any of you want to like roll something and see if you know yeah. anything about Zorns or you know use I mean, D and mechanics want. to try to solve? Clear what he wants. Yeah, I think the Zorn want Zorn want gems. I don't want Jim. He's hungry. Jim's, uh, who, who I have a negative one. Just to, for Dad and Justin, uh, whenever this situation does kind of arise, I don't have brain abilities. Griffin, I have stink- Fitzroy's I, I, brain is not perfect. It's not great. Um, it's uh, he's got stink brain. He's got stink brain. So like, I don't know. Here, let me roll a nature check. Uh, that's a, a four minus one, so that's a three. Okay, this is. Zorn wants Slim Jims. Oh, good. I rolled a 15 nature check plus zero. 15. Um, so you know of Zorn. Uh, you had some time to do a little bit of research since they were named back at the tavern there. Uh, the Zorn feed on uh, gemstones and precious metals. Now, they're normally fairly, uh, I don't want to say chill, but uh, reasonable. They are not normally violent. Uh, but if they are hungry, they can become violent. Uh, it will normally plead or bargain uh, to get the treasure, um, but if it's starved, it may attack. Give the Zorn your stones. Ah, yes. That oh. would be a yeah. kind of, yeah, sort of heroic thing to do, though. Yes, but remember, if we succeed in this, we get a thousand gold. That is a lot of good money, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to give him my purple stone. And Rainier tosses it, and the Zorn grabs it out of the air and uh, just uh, slam dunks it right into his gaping maw. <laughs> oh, still hungry, please. Oh, well, there's more where that came from. I was just wondering, can you, can, can you answer one question and then this cool stone, I pull out my stone, is all yours? Yes. Stone first. Okay. I look at uh, Dr. Mushrooms 
and point at my own glasses and kind of give a big, uh, not a big wink, but a small wink. Sure. And I will go ahead and uh, on, on cue, uh, pull out my camera glasses. <laughs> There's a fancier name for them, but uh, they're fragile circular glasses that when rolling a D20 plus intelligence, oops, should the roll be higher than tw- should the roll be higher than twelve? May capture an image of whatever the user is looking at uh, for later use in research. I kind of pose. Oh wait, I don't have the subpoena. Who has the subpoena? I think Argo's got it. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, Argo. To uh, well, hold on. No, there's no need. Everything's fine right now. Okay. So can I have the stone? <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to set up an incriminating tableau, and I feel like we've got it sort of... Okay, yes, you can have the stone. Just answer one question. Are you the Zorn who has uh, destroyed this mine and brought its operation to a screeching halt? Oh, my God, is that what happened? Uh, This is accurate. Argo, will you give uh, Zorn the uh, paper? Absolutely. Uh, your, your glasses. There's glasses to help. To help. I am with. I've got twenty. This. Act. Oh, sure. Okay. Take these glasses. I have to help with this act. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I'll put on your glasses. Holy camera shit. glasses. Shit. That, okay. Magic picture taking oh, glasses. Oh wow. That. This is going to give me a migraine, I'm telling you right now. Okay, so I got the glasses on. Hey, this is just Travis at the DM saying, they're not prescription. They're just like cool fake sunglasses you might get at like a a Walgreens to look cool. Maybe when you're 15 and that's what everyone's doing for the summer. Isn't there some kind of magic involved? Sure, but not the magic of sight. Still, okay. I wave this delicious smelling rock around and I say, can oh. you just actually say out loud, I am the Zorn who destroyed this cave and brought its mining operation to a screeching halt? I feel terrible. But I don't want to be the Zorn who... <sighs> what? Legally, you kind of got to say it. I have to say what? That you are the Zorn who destroyed this mine and brought the operation to a halt. I'm you the say- Zorn who destroyed the- this mine and brought its operation a- to a halt? If you say it in the interrogative, it's not going to hold up in court. In court? Oh, no. You're being actually very reasonable about this. I, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to destroy a mine and bring operations to a halt. But you, but you have been, right? You, but you did do that, yes? I mean, I that? guess it does no. seem like I haven't been doing that. Yes, it does seem like I'm the Zorn who destroyed the mine and brought operations to a halt. You got served! Here you go, pal. What is this? Read thing? it and re- this, this. It's just a receipt for your performance just now. It's kind of a like a review. We thought you really did a good job. Can I have that and... rock now? I'm so hungry. Oh yeah, yeah give him, give him the rock. The rock. Oh. Do you know how I get home? Oh God! Follow the tunnel you ate through. I'm guessing. I don't. Who, I, how did you get here? I was. <sighs> I was back in the elemental plane of Earth where there's plenty of stones, plenty of gems. And then I was here. I don't know. I, I... You're, you're from another plane? 
Yeah. Why would I come oh. to this place? It's got water and air and bleh. I want to be back home. Man, if only Clint McElroy, the walker of the plains, could be here to show you the way to go. Daddy Besling Janitor? No, thank you. We all have heard stories about him. That guy's terrible. He's an absolute monster. Uh, were you, I mean, have you ever left your plane before? Did you just, like, go through a door? I'm not really sure how planar travel works. I mean, no, it, the only way through is is through a rift or through a spell, but I didn't think there were any nearby, and, you know, they're pretty established at this point. And I... Where did you come out when you came through the rift? Well, when I landed, I was in the water. The water? Have you handed him the, the thing yet? Yes. Oh, I assume we've taken, okay. taken dope pictures, right? No, he has to roll, is what I'm saying. He has to roll to take the picture. Oh, That's why I gave him the glasses oh, yes. because. Oh, sorry, Zorn. We the oh we need, what we, we need to do some business. Hold that paper up by your face. Should I smile? Yes. Okay. Oh, that helps. It's horrifying. <laughs> oh no. Dad, you're now going to roll a d20. Sixteen. Plus Damn. intelligence. Those are some plus good dice. Which is two. That's eighteen. It's higher than twelve. You 18. capture an image. Uh, all right. Can we do a silly one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, here, wait. Let me roll again. 16 plus two. Now, everybody, now do one where we all jump up in the air at the same time. Can we do that one? Yeah. Are we counting down from three or do we do it on three? Three, two, one, jump. Roll. I did. What'd you roll? 16 16 plus two. Wait, you rolled three 16s? Oh, wait, no, no, okay. Oh, five. Okay, that one doesn't come out. Everybody's very disappointed. Silly photo again. All right. 10 plus two, 12. Okay, that one takes. That one's for the gram. That was a good jump. Solid save (laughs) by the bell moment. Uh, So, (laughs) what you have gathered now, the Zorn uh, did not mean to come here. It did not come here by tunneling. It fell through a rift. It fell and landed in water. It doesn't know how to get back. Uh, and it didn't want to cause any trouble. And it does not know uh, how to get back. Is there water? I mean, do we see water in this oh, huge yeah. chamber? This is an underground lake. So you're basically standing on like a what would be a stone beach. A solid, you know, probably 12 feet of stone shelf. Um, and then out uh, past that is uh, is a lake. Uh, how's my, uh, this has got to be more than 10 minutes at this point. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think butter, butter mine alone, probably butter mine alone. Past, Let, yeah. Just the side trip. You guys took the butter mine. Uh, I'm going to click on lingering magic again, like walking towards the water just to see if I can pick up like this rift or whatever. Um, so what well, can we do an investigation check? I mean, we can do both yeah. or perception or whatever. Just let him, just let him do the thing and then you can do a perception check. Okay, cool. Um, so this go around, uh, it clicks on and you, your body starts a humming. Um, but this time it is overwhelmingly the presence of some transportation magic. Um, and give me, uh, an arcana check too. Well, it's 
Hey, uh, 18 plus one. So this, uh, you can see uh, with your aura sensing and glowing and whatnot, uh, that there is definitely a a portal hovering above the water, uh, about probably 10 feet off of the edge of the the rock and probably about five feet up off the water. Uh, And it is a... A, it, it was not created by somebody. It doesn't have any kind of artistry or structure to it. It is more like a tear uh, in the fabric of, of that place. So like a, a, a almost rip. Um, like you would imagine if you were pulling on um, a, a worn piece of fabric and that was just like the most frayed part of it that it might tear simply in the act of existing. So you're saying you're saying that I investigate this thing enough to know that it was not intentionally created. Correct. It just seems to be like a a organic sort of tear in the fabric of space-time. Correct. Okay. Uh well, there's the there's the exit. You could hop oh. hop right through there. Yeah. Can you I I can't see what can you kind of like I don't know, point Oh yeah, sure. I kind of point above the water where I see this rift floating in the air. Well, I I can't reach that. I I dig. I walk. How deep's the water? Uh, are you asking me, Travis McElroy? Well, yeah. Do an investigation check. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I do an investigation check. I rolled an I rolled a 19 and Plus two intelligence, correct? I'm gonna have to confiscate y'all's dice. These, nah, these uh, rolls is you too good. Just, you want me to do video? I'll prove it to no, you. No, I'm not calling you a cheater. I'm saying these dice are too amazing. You're too powerful and I did, for your hands. I, I did roll a five for the goofy picture. That's uh, true. Your investigation skill number is what you add to it. That's what I did, too. Okay. Uh, so you pick up a rock, you throw it in there, uh, and you calculate that the water, basically it's a sheer drop off, so it goes to about 10 feet deep right at the start. So basically, the Zorn needs some help either getting, uh, I don't know, maybe a bridge of some kind, or a dock, or a jump, or a throw, or needs some way to get to this uh, rift. And what's the size of the Zorn? How big a boy is he? Uh, I'm just gonna Google size of size of Zorn. Size Google, of Zorn. Hey. Google size of Zorn. Hey Siri, size of Zorn. <laughs> uh, you are being reported. Let's see. Uh, average Zorn. Not you, Siri. You motherfucker. Average Zorns are about five feet tall and weigh about six hundred pounds. Ah, dang. Well, they're five feet tall and wide. These are. Wide T- folks, tummy thick. All right. I mean, I could chuck a Zorn. You could chuck a Zorn. Six hundred pounds. You could chuck a Zorn. Maybe a minor I Zorn. A, I could chuck a Zorn. Hmm. Depends on if I'm raging or not. If I'm raging, I could chuck a Zorn. I see. Chuck a Zorn. Chuck a Zorn. I, chuck a Zorn. I have. I feel. <laughs> I feel utterly ill-equipped. To uh to help with this issue, <laughs> druids are w- dumb. Do you want me to grow a flower somewhere? I can help with I that. I thought you That's had a spell it. that like improved someone's jump. Um, I did, and then I decided to forget that spell uh, to make room for other better spells. <laughs> sick. Uh, um, I have a shape water spell. 
Hey. Well, hell yeah, my dude. Huh, all right. Could I shape water and make, like, stairs? Mac, in 2020, I want you to stop asking permission. I, I make- you Say you're doing something and then let Travis tell you no. Is it 2020 already? Will be when this comes out. I cast shape water and form a- Form of- A gentle ramp that the Zorn can just walk up to the- Rift and jump through. I mean, I'm, I'll be the one to point out that it's still water. Yeah, it's right? still I mean, water. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, mm. I understand. <laughs> Dad forms a digital ramp and the Zorn takes one step onto it and Well, that would be funny. Into the brine. <laughs> so, yes, you cast this. No, uh... oh, wait a minute. Okay. You can freeze the water, provided there are no creatures in it. Great. The water unfreezes in one hour. Sick. See, there we go. Reading is fundamental. Um, so you create this this uh, ramp right towards where uh, Fitzroy is pointing, uh, and the Zorn says, Oh, thank you, my friends. I'll never forget you. Do you need me to sign I... anything, or...? Actually, I, do we need the Zorn to sign anything? I mean, might as uh, I can. We check the do, check the uh, check the document out there, Mac. How's it? Uh, let me see what time No, uh, I think our responsibility was initially to solve the problem. So I think if he leaves, we've solved the problem. We okay. Let's talk about this for a second. That's not uh, the that's not the mission. I walk. That I, was not. I, I mean, it might have been the mission at some point. Here's the problem. If we let this Zorn get away, and then we said the Zorn has liability, they can't collect I got on that Zorn. I got this. Oh. Fitzroy, Fitzroy okay. walks up to the Zorn. Actually, just if just as a precaution, I pull uh -huh. out the note, the notebook of far speech. I just open it up to a page, not the one that makes the ink disappear. Nice try. Trying to trap me. I bring out a little quill. I say, if you could just write down my bad and sign it. Oh, Zorn, okay. Uh, and and do you need like my email address or like my AIM? That would be great, or? actually, if we can get in touch. With, I don't know if that data will cross. That's Earth Mail, by the way, because I live in the in the ground. In the Earth, yes, yes. I didn't know if that was clear. So just my bad. Because I use Gmail, which is Geology Mail. Okay. And it gets <laughs> it gets sent through rocks. Okay. Okay. So. My bad. Signed Zorn Zorn from Low Down Deep. Uh, cool. Uh, friends forever. Have a great summer. Okay, that's we can erase that part later because too it's cute, a legally binding be. document. Mm -hmm. BFF. This is. I was the so first fun. to sign your crack. Love Zorn Zorn. He's funny. <laughs> Enjoy your walk back to your plane. Okay. Um, Ar Argo, can you take a mm -hmm. can you take a picture of the rift? I, I was just thinking that would be a good idea. Yeah. I think somebody back at the old school might find that interesting. I'm just going to stand here while you make intelligence checks until one of them pays off. I did. I rolled an eleven plus two. That's thirteen. I take a picture of the rift, but I want you guys to get it. You were in the picture too, and you're all smiling and waving and and giving bunny ears. So back you, of uh, Fitz's head. You time it perfectly so that you catch the rift just as the Zorn passes through. Um, and so you get a fairly clear 
uh, image of how the rift works as he moves through. And then all is silent. And you uh, have solved my miraculous, wonderful, thunderful Zorn puzzle. Uh, wow. So now at this point, is there anything you all want to do uh, in in this mine before this instance closes? Do we need to go to like Walgreens and get the glasses pictures developed or what's up? Well, you're going to connect those through a, U- a micro USB. Okay. Do I give the glasses back to the Furbolg? Uh-huh. They are his. Do you make your way back Thanks. into town? Do you inform anybody of the happenstance? Uh, Wait, let me ask. Does anybody have the temptation to go through the rift? I mean, the, the ramp lasts for an hour. Let me just tell you this. As, a, uh, as your friendly, kind, benevolent DM so that you guys don't have to do a lot of research. The Earth elemental plane is like 99% rock. Um, It is not advised that people travel through it because most human beings or most like mortal people who go through it end up getting trapped in the rock and dying. Yeah, can't breathe rock. Not a a chill place. Tried, it hurt. Uh, Yeah, I think we should should report back to the... uh... The the miner and the uh, the the owner and the union chief or whatever their position was. Well, okay, so I'm going to say that you do that. If I'm being honest, there's not a lot of new information to communicate here, so we won't waste time doing a whole scene about it. You go back. Uh, you let Reginald or Jared Reginald and Candace know uh, that the case is closed. You give them the liability documents uh, and you tell them that they have proof that will be sent to them uh, once you are able to extract the photos from the glasses. Um, you, uh, They then go ahead and prepay you uh, the 10% of the of the uh, settlement. So you picked up a thousand gold. Uh, they hand that over to Rainier. Yeah. Um, and that's team, that's team bad guys. Correct. Um, and as the villain head of Team Bad Guy, Rainier gets to hold it. Um, and so you're back at the depot, uh, you know, where the uh, carts pick people up to and from school, and you're waiting for the cart to arrive, and Leon says, uh, Fitzroy, could I just talk to you real quick just before the, before the cart gets here? Of course you may, my trusted student. Uh, yeah, it's not really about that but you so would you mind carrying some of my things um beloved squire we only have a couple minutes please okay sorry um so knights have like a code to protect people right yes of course that's sort of the whole shtick and if if i if i tell you something will you keep it Quiet. Don't tell anybody. Not even Dr. Mushrooms or Argo or anybody. I rolled a 19 plus 5 deception. Nice. Yes. I'm I'm worried that school might not be safe. And I'm worried not for me, but for Buckminster. I don't want Buckminster to get hurt. And have you noticed the school isn't right? Like everybody seems Everyone seems like they're hiding something or like they're on edge, and it feels wrong. I mean, Squire Leon, it seems sort of like I only am able to compare it to Clyde Knight's Night Night School, which is a, a, um, an excellent academy 
uh, uh, just well-reviewed in every regard, and we go to school in what is essentially a big wooden toilet. So um, I, it's tough for me to pick up anything, any funk other than that. No, it's, um, it, I'm not talking about, like, what is happening or what anybody's doing, but a lot of people think I'm, you know, they think I'm kind of slow, and I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm just big and, and quiet, and I listen. And sometimes when people underestimate you, they're not always so careful around you. And it's, it's just facial expressions and the way people react when they think nobody's looking. And it feels off. What do I do? I mean, keep your keep your eyes open, Leon. Do what you're doing. If, if I don't know what you expect me to do, I can I can keep you safe, I suppose. If that's why you've come to me today to to speak, um, but I, I I suppose we could reach out to the Heroic Oversight Guild. Okay, I'll I'll think about it. I'm not ready. Maybe I'm. You know what? I'm. It's probably not. I'm. I'm just very protective of Buckminster, and it's probably nothing. And I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I bothered you. It's probably nothing. Maybe if you <laughs> if you see anything, will you let me know? Oh, of course. Yeah, I, I, I Leon, you are now my trusted confidant. That is how this arrangement will work. I am. You understand? I am elevating you past page ship. You are uh, straight to squire, Leon, because I see so much promise in you. Thank you. I guess. Um, just don't, don't say. I don't want people to think I'm, you know, nervous or whatever. And I just keep it between us. I, I already rolled to lie about that. Yes, of course I will. Uh, and the cart arrives, and you all load up uh, and make your way back to Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And we host Round Springfield. Round Springfield is a new Simpsons podcast that is Simpsons adjacent. Mm -hmm. Um, In its topic, we talk to Simpsons writers, directors, voiceover actors, you name it, about non-Simpsons things that they've done. Because, surprise, they're all extremely talented. Absolutely. For example, David X. Cohen worked on The Simpsons, but then created a little show called Futurama. Mm -hmm. That's our very first episode. So tune in for stuff like that with Yardley Smith, with Tim Long, with different writers and voice actors. It's going to be so much fun. And we are every other week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Friendly Fire is a podcast about war movies, but it's so much more than that. 
It's history. It was just supposed to be another assignment. It's comedy. Under no circumstances are you to engage the enemy. It's cinema studies. It's a hell of a combination. So subscribe and download Friendly Fire on your podcatcher of choice. Or at MaximumFun.org. And also come see us at San Francisco Sketchfest on January 16th. You can get tickets at sfsketchfest.com. Yeah.